Welcome to ICA Podcast 9. The goal of ICA Podcast 9 is to provide insightful information about the industry to members and non-members of Intercoiffure America Canada, the voice for salon owners. Each week we'll bring business, educational and inspirational topics to aid anyone with ties to the beauty industry. We will have a revolving series of hosts pulling from industry leaders as hosts and guests to keep things lively and interesting and make you wonder what's coming next. Now, here's this week's edition of ICA Podcast 9. So good morning, Bart. Good morning to you, Sheila. I am so happy that you're a part of this podcast. And I, I would like for you to go, tell everybody just how you got into the industry and all the things that you've done, because I met you way back and with a different title. So sort of go through how you got back into the industry and also where we are right now and what you're doing. Okay, that could take about an hour, uh, but we'll give it a you've try. Got, you've got a few minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll make it quick. I got in the industry, oh, about 20, 20 some years ago uh, through two channels. One was uh, I was chasing uh, Beauty Systems Group at the time uh, and not getting very far with them. And number two, um, my wife uh, started working with Rick Goldberg at Progressive Beauty. Uh, and he asked me what I did. And I said, I create loyalty programs. And he said, like for whom? And I said, oh, like Sam Goody and Suncoast and all the Musicland group and a bunch of specialty retailers. And he said, I've always wanted to do the loyalty program for salons. And we started talking and pretty soon we had built loyalty programs for salons. And that's how I got involved in the salon world. Uh, I'd been doing uh, loyalty marketing ever since I left Carlson Marketing Group and cut my teeth on direct marketing back then. And it was certainly a lot different when we didn't have the internet. Fast forward, uh, got involved with the Cosmoprof and became their agency of record for 12 years in terms of direct marketing. Um, expanded uh, salons uh, participation in direct marketing in terms of all kinds of salons. Uh, and then uh, in 2016, sold the business. My wife and I sort of said we wanted to step back and retire and then realized that we both hated retirement after six months. Uh, and I started Endgame Marketing Solutions and uh, we were working on that together before she passed. Uh, so that get, that's, gets me to today. Uh, and that's where we are today. I got involved uh, with uh, Intercofure uh, a good number of years ago uh, and just felt that this is an organization that really is dynamic and has the right kind of folks uh, to be able to move forward and uh, stayed with them until I left. Able to, um, let's get back on that conversation again so everybody will understand where we are with technology uh, from the pandemic. Say that again. Sheila, I'm not sure I understood your question. You broke up a little. There you are. Well, in terms of technology and the, te and, and the pandemic, if I understood your question right, uh, there's a lot of uh, technology out there, uh, but it was pre-COVID-19 pandemic technology. Uh, it's still good. 
and, and we need to use it, but we need to redefine how we're using that technology because today all the metrics are different. Everything we knew before March of this year is no longer uh, valid. Uh, the metrics have changed. How we're doing business has obviously changed, not only for salons, but for every kind of business. So we need to utilize the technology, but put it into some different perspectives. So tell me exactly, um, you were talking about using it as a marketing force. How do you see that happening? Well, good question. Let me go back and, 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 and start with uh, a basic question of what's marketing, okay? What's okay. marketing? Um, you know, it, it, this could be the whole podcast, but we're going to make it short. About uh, seven, eight years ago, I sat down with my team and I said, you know, I don't like any of the definitions of marketing that are out there now, and especially as it relates to salons. So let's come up with our own definition and, and then we'll become preachers. And after about a year of gnashing teeth, uh, we came up with the basic idea that marketing is what we do to influence the next sale. Everything else is, is basically uh, fluff. Well, over time we expanded that and I expanded it after I started Endgame. Uh, and I say it's what we do to emotionally engage guests to influence the next sale. Now there's three key words in that statement emotionally there's a big emotional component in salon marketing and, and and communications and that emotion has to transcend to your guests and it has to transcend to your teams the second important word is engage this is a big buzzword in uh, marketing today your guests used to come in for a haircut then it was color today it's all about style Okay, but that's still old-fashioned thinking or what I call marketing 1.0, features and benefits. Um, and I've been promoting before the pandemic, I promoted to ICE members uh, the idea that they have to engage their guests and later add emotional components uh, to that whole marketing equation. And the third word is influence. None of this matters if you don't create the right stage uh, that will lead to another visit. Everything you do, Sheila, in your salon has to be defined as moving a guest to the next sale. Uh, people ask me, well, when does marketing begin? And that's a two-edged question. For a current guest, marketing begins or should begin the moment she walks out of your salon. Because you only have one goal, that's to get her or him to come back. And then for prospects, when does marketing begin? As soon as I recognize that you are a potential prospect, I need to connect with you and I need to emotionally engage you to try my salon. That's what marketing is all about. So somebody told me one time that the moment I touched someone's hand in a handshake, that was the first force of marketing from me. Excuse me. <clears throat> Zach, would you say that's true? Absolutely. It's that it's first connection. It's that first yes. connection. Even though you can't shake hands, but you can fist bump and elbow bump. That's right. So how do you think that 
uh, the, the salons are going to do that. Let's just take their website. How can they connect and market themselves through their website? I always say that your website is your portal to the world. Okay, and, and, and I truly believe that. Uh, your website has got to be exciting and dynamic. It's got to be creative. Um, and it's got to convey a message. And this is a word I've been using throughout the pandemic. It's got to create an image that this is a comfortable, underline the word comfortable, place to come to have a service, pure and simple. It's got to engage people. It's got to have a video with you on it, telling people how wonderful your salon is and how comfortable it is. And, and now in the pandemic, how you are socially distancing and taking temperatures and doing all those things. We always talk about personalization. You've heard that for years from every right. marketer. I'm going to go a step further. It's not just about personalization anymore. It's about being personal. And that becomes the key. So your website uh, has got to attract people, you know, new potential guests to want to know more about your salon. So, and, and I, I see so many websites that don't really do a very good job of it. I will admit I didn't look at yours and I should have, okay? But I've looked at a heck of a lot of them in the past. Yeah. And, you know, there's no testimonials. There's no video type testimonials that says, what, you know, how I love this place, you know, and give me comfort. If I see three or four of your guests talking about how wonderful your place is, then at that point, I'm feeling a little more comfortable. If I see a video of you and or your staff people talking about what a wonderful place this is to work and, and, and what a great environment and atmosphere it is. Those are the things, especially in today's world, you know, where we are all consumed with fear. We're all consumed with fear about the unknown. Okay. And what we've got to do when you have fear, you have anxiety and what we have to do through our website and going beyond that through social media and emails and, and all kinds of communication is to try to mitigate some of that anxiety. So when that person walks into your salon, whether it's a long time guest or a new guest, they feel comfortable. And that starts with the messaging that you are giving them from your website and from your connections with them after they've been to your website. You know, I think that's interesting that you'd say that because right now we used to, when they'd come in, we'd try to get them excited about doing different things. And now we just want to make them feel safe and comfortable. Um, and we're really pushing that more than we are our services. And, and through this, we've gotten so many new people to come into the salon because they feel like it's safe. We, we are very fortunate to have a larger salon so we can distance a lot easier than a lot of the others. Uh, salons, but uh, I'd like for you to expand a little bit more on video marketing because I know that's what you do so well. And how how often should we change a video on our website? How often should we maybe put ourselves out there on social media? And how what types of videos and um, just the energy that I've heard you speak about putting into doing a video? Give us some tips on that. Okay. Well, you use a really good word, and that's energy. Okay. In fact, the tagline of my business, Endgame Marketing Solutions, is we create energy. So talking about video, 
and how often? Uh, I think you should be actively engaged uh, in producing uh, very simple, short, sweet videos. Uh, I call them brand building videos where you might want to talk about a new product or a new service you uh, have. You might want to talk about, hey, I'm so happy to welcome Zane to our uh, team and here's his background and he's sitting there next to you. Uh, wave at everybody, Zane, and, and it, but you're making it personal. Uh, and so you're talking about things that are going on in the salon that offer comfort uh, to your point. It's not just about the service. Uh, we've gone 38 days without one person uh, uh, having an issue uh, in our salon or whatever. You know, it's like the old safety signs in the, in the factories. Um, and again, with testimonials, keep them coming, uh, keep them up, get them onto your social media site, make people feel comfortable to want to engage with your salon. So I'm a big believer of don't overdo it, but don't underdo it. Uh, we tend to forget about the, the marketing part of our business because, and especially in today's world, we are so consumed with human resources and staffing and, and, and finance and accounting and supply chain, making sure we've got products. Uh, and it's not an easy task. And so what tends to fall by the wayside is uh, some of the marketing aspects. But to me, video marketing is really the new best way to stay connected with your guests. I like to see uh, your face. I like to see your face, Sheila. As, I, as, as, as a guest, I like to see your face. I like to right. see your front desk face. And I'll go one step further. As part of video marketing, there's another part of our platform. We call it video emails. And I got, at first I wasn't sure about it. And then I got really excited because I thought to myself, and I'm going back to my old business and when I was uh, doing uh, the loyalty programs, which really were relationship marketing building programs. Loyalty is nothing more than a bribe to get you to give me your information. Then I need to talk to you. And one of the things I figured out real quickly, because salon owners always said, well, we have all these guests. And I said, well, what do you call someone who comes in for the first time when they said, well, it's a guest. And I said, no, it's not. It's a first time visitor. And I need to reach out to that first time visitor after, uh, after their first visit. And this is Sheila now doing a very, very quick video email that says, Hey Bart, so glad you came in and showed off your bald head. Okay. We really appreciate your business and we hope we've earned another visit. And you'll know from your point of sale system whether or not the, I booked another appointment or not. And you can say, I'm so glad you booked another appointment. We can't wait to see you. And if I didn't book an appointment, uh, and don't forget to book an appointment because we fill up quickly now in the age of COVID. You've just reached out whether you met me or not. You're not in the salon all the time. Your salon manager may not be around. And it doesn't have to be you. It can be your salon manager. It can be someone at the front desk. But the next day, reach out and say, thank you for giving us a try. If there's anything we can do uh, before your next visit, please call us. We want to take care of you. That's you personal. Well, you said the word earned. I love that. I am going to put that down into uh, my notes to make a change. Instead of saying, thank you for coming back to us, I think I'm going to start saying, thank you for um, that we've earned your next visit. I like that. 
I like that a lot. Super. Say that again. <laughs> Thank you for coming in and giving us a try. We hope we earned your, your uh, visit, uh, uh, you earned your next visit. Uh, however you phrase it, I'm stumbling for words. Yeah. I apologize, but you yeah. get the idea. I you have it. to you have to earn their trust. Okay, forget comfort for a moment. You have to earn their trust uh, that they that they felt good about the service and that they want to come back. And I like that because I think it's something I can take to my team members and say, you earn everybody that comes back. You have to earn that. It's not expected for the salon owner or the salon to put someone in your your seat you have to earn them the right to have them come back i love yeah. that a lot that that's a really nice nugget for today all right we did we got something good here going that's good we, you got a lot of good things going but i am so i am not necessarily a techie uh but i love all the advantages we have now looking forward i like that um we can reach out to people that we've never seen, that they know us. And uh, what are some of the things you see coming up that's going to be probably a stable in salon PR and marketing that we're not doing now? That's a good question. I'm not sure I have a complete answer because I always say you can't predict the future, but you can prepare for it. Um, and I think what we have to do is prepare. And the whole idea, you know, I gave so many talks at ICA over the years. And in every one of them, I said, your most important marketing element is staying connected with your guests. Okay. And I don't mean, I'm not talking about Tommy Bahama, where I get an email every day, because how much sportswear can I wear, beachwear can I wear? Hair only grows so fast. So you don't have to beat me over the head to keep coming back but you have to do it on a very uh, religious, timely basis. If you've got a good point of sale system, and I don't know what, and everybody's got different point of sale systems. If you've got a good point of sale systems and you are collecting emails, okay, it is very important that you reach out to those guests. I'm gonna say for women, what I learned over the years is 45 days, basically six weeks. If a, if a guest doesn't have an appointment on the books, uh, you need to reach out to that guest and say, hey, it's time for another visit. Now, maybe she comes in every eight weeks, but that doesn't matter. I still want to talk, start talking to her at 45 days because who knows? You, you don't know what her current situation is. Uh, and maybe she'll say, oh, geez, maybe I do need to get a haircut. Maybe my roots are starting to show a little more. Um, and so... You want to reach out with an email just as a reminder. Hey, this is just a reminder. It's, it's been about six weeks, time for another visit. And then on a two-week cycle after that, continue until she either comes in, makes an appointment, does something. You're trying to engage her. Uh, that to me is absolutely critical. The same with color. I struggled in the old business with our uh, club program to influence guests to come in to get another another color service. They were color guests. We could see it in the database. And one of your members, Luda Conte at Avante Salon and Day Spa, gave me a lecture on hair color. And one thing she says is hair grows one quarter of a millimeter every night. And in 60 days, it's grown, what, a half inch or so, and your roots are showing. 
And I took that on the plane going home that night. And I said, there's magic in this. And the next day I called my designer and I said, look, I want a new graphic for uh, color reminders. And my subject is going to be in the email. Okay. It happened last night. And then when they click on it, the graphic says your hair grew a quarter of a millimeter and it's time for another color service. You haven't been in in 60 days. We had an open rate of over 70% on emails. It happened last night. And I just kept that going the whole time and it never died. It went down to maybe 60%. I lived with that. <laughs> but the whole idea is what we did is we captured them at the right moment. And that becomes critical. Now, you can translate that sometimes to a lost guest who hasn't been in in 70, 80, 90 days. And you see it in your database and you send them a video email. You say, hey, Zane, it's time for another visit. We hope you didn't go somewhere else. If you did, come in and we'll fix it. Um, you know, have a little levity with it and talk about how comfortable it is to come to our salon, you know. And maybe you offer them a discount if you need to at 90 days, maybe that becomes appropriate. It's up to you and how you choose to market. But the key is to market to people at the right time through the right channel with the right message. Well, I know that um, in the past when you've been uh, in front of the Intercultural uh, members, everybody's always loved and walked away with so many uh, nuggets and wonderful information. And I cannot thank you enough for being part of this podcast because this is definitely going to be, go into our resource uh, area of our website so that people can pull it up. And is there any way that they can contact you if they want to get um, more personal with their business? Yes, there's lots of ways. But the simplest way is you can email me um, and I'll, I'll give you the email address, BS my initials, do not laugh at that, Sheila. <laughs> B.S. Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N, 43, at endgame, E-N-D-G-A-M-E-M-S, dot com. Or well, they can, you know, they can text me at 612-963-1643. Um, they can go to our website, too, uh, egmsvideo.com. Uh, uh, they can view all the fun the videos we have up there, the testimonials, including a crazy one for me, uh, who decided that uh, it would be fun to tell everybody that, you know, I'm pretty good, even though I'm a Wolverine. Uh, and I decided to leave it up there because it's fun. Uh, because we can't be too overly serious in this whole world. We need to have that little bit of levity along the way. Well, I... So there's lots of ways, I lost you for a moment. There's lots of ways, you know, to, to connect. And, and it's really important. Uh, marketing is so important to every salon's business. And I've said it at the uh, Interco Fear uh, uh, workshops for a long, long time. And a good number of uh, the salons listened to me and uh, we had some very good uh, results in working with them. And, and I cherish those moments. No, we always enjoyed having you a part of us, and I thank you so much, and we will have you back. 
All right? I will love it, and I can't wait for October 4th and 5th. You've I got think to tune in. I've, I just, I've watched what you're doing, uh, and, and I just think it is absolutely fabulous how you are embracing the digital world and how you are embracing the need to bring more progressive salons into your, uh, or under your umbrella uh, to, to grow Intercofure and to grow the salons. I applaud you. Oh, thank you. It takes a, a lot of collaboration right now between all of us to make sure that our industry stays strong. And I so appreciate you and your information and your willingness to always reach out and be a part of making us better. Thank you. Have a great day. Stay safe and well. Thank you. And you stay safe and well, too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the ICA Podcast 9 podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for more industry insight and information. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast too and share it with your friends in the industry. Our only goal is to bring people together and share information with those that need it. Intercoiffure America Canada is proud to be the voice for salon owners. For more information about us, visit intercoiffure.com. That's intercoiffure.com.